Welcome back to Time for Nach Sefer Eov, Perak Tesvav of Sefer Eov. Uh, the Malbim at the end of the previous Perak noted something quite interesting, which is we've discussed it, we've been discussing about why the Tzadikim suffer. That's that's the you know, Sefer Eov. But the other part of that question is why the Rashaim prosper. That we haven't yet talked about. There's a mission in um, which says that you can't understand um, Af uh, Harishayim. I think Ein Biadenu is how it starts. It's not in our hands to understand. Lo mishilvas harishayim va'afla misuria tzadikim. We can't understand why shilvas um, harishayim, wicked people, are get tranquility. They get good in this world. We can't even understand why why righteous people suffer. See, there are these two things we haven't really discussed. One, which is the right of the wicked people suffering. Excuse me, the wicked people prospering, which is interesting because if Eov is asking a genuine question, he should ask all of them. When Moshe, as it reports, the Gemara Brachas Tavches, asked Hashem, he says, I don't understand wicked people prospering, don't understand righteous people suffering. In fact, Moshe asked four questions. He says he also doesn't understand why some wicked people suffer, some prosper, some righteous people suffer, some prosper. He's asking all the eventualities. He's admitting that he doesn't understand uh, any of them, which is why Hashem says, you're right, you can't understand. <laughs> um, but it's interesting we are missing one. Are they the two sides of the same coin? Is it that the same answer is there for why do wicked people prosper, or some of them, why do righteous people suffer, or are they two separate answers? So again, if you look carefully at that Mishnah, and this Tochas Chaim makes that point, is it says we don't understand Mishil Vasarashayim, why wicked people do well, and we don't even understand Afla Misuri Tzadikim. It sounds like Yusuri Tzadikim, why righteous people suffer, would have been easier to understand, such that we say you don't even understand that. Interesting. Definitely with the Malvim's point in Parak Yudalef, it makes more sense because you don't really know who's a tzaddik. Yeah, you know, it's based on where, how far you've moved your flag in life. I guess it would, therefore, you would have thought it would have been easier to understand why righteous people suffer, given that we don't know who's really righteous. And therefore, says the Mishnah Rabiako and Parak Yavis, we don't even understand that. Anyway, back to Parak Tezvav. Uh, Elifaz, it's Elifaz's soliloquy monologue again. What's he saying? So he's criticizing Eo for deriding so far due to his age and bring up the fact that he's older than, the, you know, that Eo is older than him and says that, look, he and Bildad, I mean, Elifaz and Bildad are older than Eo's father. So what's age got to do with it? He rebukes Eo's views, Eo's views on Hashkach Pratis and for Eo's saying, you know, complaining, causes, causing others to sin as well. That's a really interesting point because there is this kind of fine line between asking a genuine question and causing people to have doubts that they can't resolve. The Rambid brings this up in reference to the Rambam answering, how can we have free will and Hashem having foreknowledge? The Rambam says we can't understand. Ask the Rambid, well, if we can't understand and that's what you said, then why bring it up in the first place? To which the uh, Migdal Oz, the commentary on the Rambam, student Talmud of the Rashba, says the famous word, Sheilas Chacham Chatsi Tshuva. As the question of a wise person is already half an answer. The way this Fasemis understands is that being able to discern between what you know and what you don't know is already half the way to an answer. As if it's if a question is just hazy, I don't understand, well, okay, uh, well, how are you going to see light through the haze? But if you've been maftal, then Urlachoshech, as Sasana says, if you've been able to say, right, I understand this, but I don't understand that. That's that's okay. That's already something. That's already uh, being able to sift what you do know from what you don't know. That's already the beginning of an answer. Uh, he begins to question. Oh, sorry. So for Eliphaz back, he begins to answer back to Eliphaz. Eliphaz begins to answer the topic of why wicked people prosper. Aha. 
So now we're up to that, as the Malbim told us, until now we haven't. He says that the main reward is Olam Haba. Even though the reward in this world may be tranquility and peace, but people who are wicked don't have real peace and tranquility, even in this world, perhaps. Elifaz says that a wicked person is someone who denigrates Hashem, someone who maintains that my success is because of me, and someone who brazenly defies Hashem's will, such a person's success, by nature, is only temporary. That is Elifaz, that's Perek Tezvo.